So my dad says hi. <laughs> you can let your dad know that I said hi next time you see him. Yeah, well, I saw him in Nebraska. What were you doing? This sounds like a bit. What, <laughs> what were you doing in Nebraska? Oh, <laughs> now, um, it was my mother-in-law's 70th birthday. Ah, okay. Um, so all the all my in-laws and their families descended upon this little town in Nebraska to surprise her. So I'm convinced that uh, the town of Kearney, Nebraska has cornered the market on barrel-aged beer, stout beers. Oh, perhaps um, now you've given me a reason to visit. Yeah, because um, I was very warm and happy for... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you say warm and happy or Mormon happy? Um, warm and warm happy. happy. No, okay. there are no happy Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't if they tell you that they're happy, they are lying. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Dumb. I would believe that. Dumb, but uh, no. Um, it was my. There were so we surprised my mother-in-law for her seventieth birthday, and uh, baptized my youngest. And my dad came to see that, so we got. So he says hi, and he's he's proud of you because you know you're the son he never had. <laughs> Noise, probably always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Kyle, you have a fine son as it is. I would never have given you grandchildren. So <laughs> <laughs> that's. But still, I think he still loves you more. Well, it, you know, I do have. Uh, Charm, wit, looks, uh, fantastic taste in music and so forth, you know. Yes, much like his own son. I'm, I'm quite the catch for, for any parent. If they, <laughs> I mean, my mom might be upset, but... Uh, or or any lady, for that matter. That's that's true. Yeah. That's true. So, um, <laughs> Oh, and did I mention a huge barrel of neuroses and uh, <laughs> a deep well of depression? Hey, hey, ladies. Hey, hey. <laughs> It's okay. I have the same problem, and somehow I'm married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So it could happen to anyone. <laughs> I hope to. I hope to find somebody to not marry for the rest of my life. Um. <laughs> I should wait till you swallow. Before yeah, did, I joke. You, did you have to do that <laughs> mid bit? <laughs> did you have to pull that mid, that bit mid swallow because that that now must. Hey, you know, it, I I call him as I see him. That was almost our first bit take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is what the fork. I'm Jared. I'm Jason. It's uh, at LTD underscore engagement on Twitter and uh, Jason E Kyle K E I L on the Twitters and at what the fork pod on both the Twitter and the Instas. Yeah. Hey, you know what we could we could use since. Um, not to not to not to plug one of my other podcasts, but so the only podcast that I do that gets any feedback, yeah. email people, messenger me, people tweet at me, all that kind of thing, is Album Infinitum. Yeah, which is interesting because it's it's the it's the newest one. It's certainly the most polarizing one. Um, people, polarizing how? Well, okay, so I have I have received mostly praise and people like you know, like the whole squeeze run, there were a lot of people who were who were excited to hear somebody talking about them and and uh, the conversations about the albums and all that. Did someone say that they re- that we were really wrong on Domino? <laughs> no. Nobody said that. Okay. Um 
And, sorry, continue. And then uh, uh, the Galaxy 500 albums actually got some got some feedback too. Surprised, not so many with the Amy Mann and the and the Fountains of Wayne, but 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 Squeeze and Galaxy 500 hit for some reason. Yeah. And um, then there have been just a few people that have and of course of course the people with the negative opinions are the loudest right right um and and i had uh, i have the one written review on itunes for that podcast right now talks about um my uh that that of me they say the host does an all right job i suppose if you don't i, I have this memorized now because oh, I, I hate myself I that saw much this on twitter <laughs> um, because uh, it does, if you don't mind um, the occasional vocal fry and uh, and constant virtue signaling so uh, and then and then says of of the guests um, that they don't know what they're talking about basically and they're they are all awful oh yeah so, oh, thanks. That reflects on me. Uh, well, not just you, um, but uh, I take the blame, though. I, I also I think that they just listened to to the first couple episodes in their own. And the thing is, well, that they did. The, Why well, wasn't on the first couple episodes? This is true. the um, The thing is that, with the exception of you and um, Ed Masley and Jason Woodbury. Uh, the majority of the guests were either new to the albums that, uh, well, and except for, um, except for, uh, uh, cozy fan, Tutti Frutti with Dan. Um, he, uh, he knew that album very well and had a great story for that. So, but mostly it was people who were unfamiliar, only knew the hits kind of stuff. And I made a decision to be like, well, I'm going to talk to people who don't know it very well and see what, uh, see what they think of their music. And, and hit them with some knowledge. Yeah, sure. Exactly. On the knowledge. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire tonight. Oh, um, squeeze puns. And uh, anyway, so... It's just, and again, it's just one guy, but, and, and I'm trying to, you know, it's been mostly positive feedback and all that kind of thing, but, and I didn't mean to go off about that whole thing because it's really, it's fine. It's whatever. When you talk about music, people are going to be opinionated one way or the other. Yeah. There's no just like passive listening as far as that goes. It's, you're going to tune in because you love the band more than likely, and you're either going to just enjoy hearing people converse about it and you know reflect on your own opinions and how you know how your opinions differ from theirs and and all that and be you know happy to be hearing a conversation and 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 uh kind of like partaking in your own way and then there are going to be the people who are just like no they're absolutely wrong this is this is wrong and those are usually the ones that leave the comments so yeah well, I mean, it's not like he's listening to what the fork says. More than likely not. And we assuming it's a he. At ninety nine percent of the time, it's a he. But it could, I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, I am a person. I've who's been wrong about that wrong. before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, <laughs> yeah, no, at the Squeeze concert. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyhow, we don't need to bring that up. What? I've Should already, we? I already embarrassed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I'm curious. We'll we'll get into the we'll get into the episode in a in a moment here. Um, and uh, 
but I'm curious, did you listen back to the the recording yet? Of uh of the squeeze show that we went to. Yes, I did. And I liked it. Okay. Um I was surprised how well done it was. It's oh it's a great recording. Yeah. 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 I mean I haven't listened to it, and I'll be frank, because I haven't listened to it in its entirety, because now it's amongst my other Interestingly, they didn't they didn't uh, play anything from Frank that night. Oh. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. Um, but, um, no, I, I since it's now, the, the live copy has been autographed by yeah. both Chris and um, Glenn, and Glenn yeah. um, it now resides in the, my hall of autographs, gotcha. which is this corner of my office. Which also contains my um, my uh, autographed Rhino reissues of this year's model and Armed Forces. Wow! Uh, along with my autographed script for Almost Famous, and um, I'm pretty sure. And I do have autographed David Byrne stuff, but it's not in the office. Hmm. So, because um, I don't know where that is. But. I think most of the stuff, like I have the one Paul Westerberg thing, which is in a frame there. Yeah. And I have that Glenn Tilbrook poster, and I've got a few different Squeeze and or Glenn Tilbrook things that are signed by Glenn and or Chris and various members of Squeeze. But I'm trying to think. Oh, and I have I have a Crowded House ticket from when I saw them in 2006, I want to say. I think it was 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, in my ticket book there, Neil Finn signed that. And I have uh, an advanced copy. This was before the album came out on on Yep Rock officially, mm. of his son Liam's debut album, uh, also autographed by Neil Finn. Wow. <laughs> I also not included in my autograph thing in my office is my autograph copy of The Convincer and Rock Pile Second Rock Pile's Seconds of Pleasure. Oh by man, Nick Lowe. I would love to get. To me, Nick Lowe, and to get him to sign something, that would be really cool. Well, when you see him, tell him he took my Sharpie. <laughs> I'm going to ask if he's... Hey, 15, I'm going to take this one. This is for Jason. Years. 15 years. It's probably I've, dry by now. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's like... And it, he did take my Sharpie. Did I give a shit? No. I'm going to say, if Nick Lowe I takes met, your Sharpie... Because I met fucking Nick Lowe. <laughs> yeah. Nick Lowe takes your Sharpie. You're going to let Nick Lowe take your Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Um, the man can do what he wants. Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah. Have, have you seen that hair? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's pretty glorious. Um, yes, it is. That, uh, that gray mane. I do have a couple of Robin Hitchcock things signed, too. But surpri- oh, and Billy Bragg. I've got a couple of Billy Bragg things signed. Do you as have well. Glenn Frey? I have a Glenn Fry album. Glenn yes. Fry album? Yeah. The All Nighter is a great album. I think I picked it up for like a buck or let something. Me, let me. Do you mind? Do I mind? Why would I mind? I just want to see what's on this. Um, well, it's got the all-nighter on it. <laughs> yes, I, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know any of these songs. So Sure you do. No. Smuggler's Blues is on there, right? I don't know that song. Or maybe I don't recognize it. So Let me see what else is on here. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I like this one. Uh, oh, Sexy Girl, you never heard that one? <laughs> Oh, wait, yeah, I, I've yep. heard this one. Super cheesy song. Oh, yeah. Super cheesy. <laughs> Glenn Frey, Detroit's finest. He's from Detroit. Yeah, I know. As is uh, Souther, J.D. Souther. And so is um, uh, Bob Seger, yeah? Yes. So Seger's 
like Seeger probably never left. Souther has since yeah, well yeah. went with Fry, right? Yeah. California way. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we've discussed this on the show before. I am an unabashed uh, Eagles fan and uh and yeah. Henley and Fry Fry less so than Henley, but if I see that, you know, that's probably his best solo album and it was from I found it for like a book. I do like I do like Henley. Probably more than I should, but that's fine. His first, well, not his first album so much. There are some okay songs on the first album, but his second and third albums are oh yeah, phenomenal. They're the synths on Boys of Summer just get me every mm. damn time. Well, and that riff. Yeah. Yeah, um, that 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 riff played by Mike Campbell. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're not going to go down that road again. Yeah. Um. So, did we introduce ourselves? This time, I think we did. Did we? Oh, yeah. yeah, we did. Okay. We did. Yep. <laughs> and. Uh, but I think that we shall go ahead and get into. Are you watching Deep Space Nine? Uh, I am doing a rewatch of it. Yeah, I there. I don't think I saw the last few seasons of it. Um, I, 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 obviously I watched all of Next Generation in real time. Right. Um, and then I had started watching Deep Space Nine and I had started watching Voyager and then at some point I just stopped watching. I stopped watching Voyager. Um, I think like after the first season. I, I hear they made it home. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> I never stopped Deep Space Oh, that reminds me. So, I don't know... The name, the, the name of the movie escapes me, but William Jackson Harper, who's Cheaty, is in another movie. I think it's. I don't know if it's a horror movie again or not. I think it's actually a serious drama. Huh. Um, and he's like a lawyer. I'm tempted to go pick up my phone and look it up, but I just, our boy, our boy's gonna be okay after season four. They'll all be fine. So, well, I mean, Kristen's got Frozen too. She's she's set for life. <laughs> Ted's doing a show with T- uh, Tina Fey now. That I'm excited about. Um, and, uh, I mean, Janet is um, going to probably be on Barry, I assume. Hopefully that's coming back. Did that get announced that they're going to do another season I don't of that? I that got announced yet. But, and um, uh, we know that Jason is going to be... It's going to be in Top Gun. Top Gun. And um, uh, Jimmy Loud, um is going to, I think, writing a book. Hmm. So they're all going to be fine. Yeah. The kids are going to be all right. They're going to be fine. They're going to be okay. Yeah, can't wait. All right. All right, we're going to do but this. But we're going to get into the episode. All right. The snowplow. I, I was, you know, in rewatching this, like I said, I rewatched this twice. Yeah. And yeah, I really like this episode a lot. Okay. That was an insane thing for us to do. Oh. Okay, good news. I have the doorman's key, so no one will be able to come after us. Let's just try to... Your key is ringing. I have a question for you. Are you out of your damn mind? Your Honor, look at it from my point of view. I have never been this angry in my life, which is the age of the universe. Okay, first of all, just right off the bat, <laughs> again, again with the the fantastic Maya Rudolph. Are you out? Yeah. 
Uh, she's, it's all about like the gestures, the facial expressions. She's a genius. She is. I mean, she's again, comedic, I, absolute genius. I know I've said this many, 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 many times, but Paul Thomas Anderson is a lucky fella. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just be, what's he up to lately? What's um um? I know he's working on something. I, I've been thinking about him lately because he got dropped. His name got dropped in that Tarantino podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, it's funny. It's when Boogie Nights came out. Boogie Nights came out at the same time as Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. So and people were calling as Tarantino tells the story in the podcast. I hate to plug another podcast, but this is actually um, a really good. Like it's a three part short podcast called Tarantino. Um, Quentin Tarantino's feature presentation. I think mm. it's by the Ringer. And they're talking about how he shows Boogie Nights on a regular basis at New Beverly. Mm-hmm. So, as Tarantino tells the story, as and I'm paraphrasing here, he's like, um, when PTA was doing interviews, he um, people would ask him, "What's it like being the next Tarantino?" And this was because not really anyone had embraced Jackie Brown yet, which right. we all would. We all know now that's like his best movie. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's his best movie. <laughs> um, um, and so I guess one day PTA calls him up, Tarantino, and says, "Hey, um, I get all these questions about like being the next you, and I don't <laughs> like it." <laughs> and they just decide to become friends, and oh, that's cool. they kind of, I think they bounce ideas off each other and like everything else and like I well it seems like it's a, like a really cool relationship and um i and at some point too i think they mentioned in the podcast that as we know like tarantino's letting go and direct one more movie and he's you know says outside of the star trek one i don't know how <laughs> like it works but like it's the ninth like after the ninth movie he's done like he's done doing features, uh, you know. I I I don't buy it. Well, that's what that's what PTA says. Like I don't buy it. Like no. It's one like does. Soderbergh saying he's done. It's like you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, like Soderbergh's last theater movie mm-hmm. was Side Effects, which is a fine motion picture. I actually mm-hmm. really like that movie. But I mean, if that's what you're going to end your career on, yeah. Like I mean, but behind the candelabra was like technically his last movie before retirement, and that I mean, like that didn't work out. Then he did Mosaic, mm-hmm. which I tried watching through the app, like that came in clue with it, and I just couldn't get into it. Gotcha. But everything else he's done, Logan Lucky, mm-hmm. his he's got a new one coming to Netflix pretty soon, The Laundromat. <laughs> it <laughs> it looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's about um, it's like Antonio Banderas and I forget who else is, but it's about like the Panama Papers. Oh, my huh. wondering. Interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be on Netflix, I think, pretty soon. So, but yeah, it looks and it just looks amazing. Anyway, but uh, I mean, he's not directing the Good Place. No, <laughs> no. Pretty soon, nobody will be. Yeah. I understand, but saving the souls of these four humans is more important, so 
We're not coming back until we do. Oh, don't you even try coming back here, because when you walk through that door, I am going to be waiting for you. Sorry, Judge, I think you're breaking up. That's impossible. <laughs> it's a magical key, you dick. What are you doing? I can see you. This is perfect. We're right near the door. It's a magical key, you dick. What, what I love that line. Storage? No, this is the journalism department. Huh, bad for the world. Good for us. <laughs> Somehow. With none of our powers, yes, like how the we have journalism to keep the group intact empty. completely. And yeah, their ethical progress. It looks well dusted, though. For yeah. so how, how do we do that? It's Not sure. Explains no the state of the Australian media. Well, you know, Rupert Murdoch. But yeah, it's true. I did install cameras and microphones, so at least we can keep our eye on them. Let's get peeping. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not a great start. Eleanor farted, and then she blamed it on her chair. That's going to cost her at least a few points. There's a bolt missing or something. Before we begin, Trevor is dropping out of the study. He sent me an email last night. I'm sad to inform you that I am too ugly and stupid to be in the study, and I'm going home to my mommy. That was me. I wrote that email. too bad. But we press on. We're on to so proud. He is so proud of that burn. It's not a great burn. No. Michael's the worst at burns. how those ideas have affected your personal moral machineries. He's like the worst demon. Sorry, I didn't you say something. No, it's my chair. It's got this weird design. Your chair smells bad. I know. See, another person who agrees it's the chair. Yeah. Not a good start for Ellen. Yeah. Chapter 30. Those cupcakes looked really fucking good, by the way, too. And you blew it all on cupcakes? Those were not like grocery store cupcakes. No. Elena? I'm good. I try to avoid pointless group activities, you know, like office Christmas parties or jury duty. To me, the single most awful sound in the universe is that mangled opening note of your coworkers singing happy birthday. Cool sounds. Counterpoint. These are delicious free cupcakes. Get over yourself and eat one. Fine. Oh, you guys, let's take a picture. Everyone, get in, get in, and say, uh, oh, say ventromedial prefrontal cortex. <laughs> ventromedial prefrontal cortex. Take us rule. I can't get over how much the incidental music always sounds like John Bryan. Yeah. I didn't plan to stay in Australia this long, and I'm super broke. Well, Any idea I mean, where does I can it... get a part-time gig? Does it sound like the I Heart Huckabee score? Yeah, this is what I'm saying, which yeah. is John Bryan. Which is, yeah, right, which is like, I mean, that's another philosophy movie, which we've discussed many yes. times. Yes, yeah. Well, it's a great philosophy. I love that movie. I know. That and Waking Life. Oh, yes. Great philosophy movie. Love. Have you seen that Undone yet? I need to watch that. It looks great. Yeah, it looks, that's the first thing I saw of when I saw the previous Me too, yeah. Clearing a path for Alan. His snowplow metaphor is weak. Drive along the road of improvement. Oh, I love that. You really painted a picture there. Good, I. How can I help you? One scratch-off lottery ticket, please. Oh, not that one. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. These tickets were printed before we got down here. I know which ones are the winners. <laughs> and stop. That's the one. Good old lucky number one hundred and eighty-six from the bottom. Here you go. Also, that bathroom key that you lost nine months ago slid under the register. And the woman that you think is your aunt is actually your mom. <laughs> She's so happy. Oh. You guys? Poor Ken. This, mm-hmm. this morning, I found a lottery ticket on the ground outside my apartment. I scratched it off, and I won 
$18,000. You notice that it's called didgeridoo, the scratch-off, right? <laughs> I, I just yes. noticed that. Sorry, from context, I see that is actually a large sum of money. <laughs> I love how they've decorated the journalism department. Yes. No. I have to watch the Jaguar games alone on my computer at like 3 in the morning on Mondays. It's so annoying. Everything here is in a... I don't know how to describe it. Like, a different zone of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not stupid. A different clock land. Different clock land. Jason, I enjoy American football. I actually dated a player once, but he wasn't my type, so I set him up with my friend Giselle. Bunchen. Yeah, we got it. We always do. Yeah. It's awesome. But if you want to watch with me, you have to learn my Jaguars cheer. It goes, let's go Jags. Kick their ass. Yeah. <clears throat> do you think you can learn that by the weekend? I shall do my best. Nice. <laughs> See you then. Why do you want to watch football with Jason? I don't really. But I am these days, as you might say in America, mad horny. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Well. <laughs> No judgments, babe. He's a straight hottie. You want to smash Jason? Go smash. The hottie getting together. When did smash become metaphor for sex? Oh, well, a few years ago. Did it? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. It makes me slightly uneasy to interfere in the personal life of the man that I'm secretly mm. in love with and a woman I admire, but if you think we should, I, I, I'm not <laughs> Time to break out the old snowplow again, Janet. Let's find Tahani a loving, supportive companion. Great idea. Oh, you, you know, this is not as crucial to the mission, but I'd also love to arrange for them to get better computers, help them work faster. If I'm going to the mall anyway, I might as well pick Jason up some jean shorts, the kind with the frayed edges where you can see the pockets coming Jesus. out the bottom, so that he can study better. Sure. Tahani, <laughs> is that you? Larry Hemsworth? My goodness! That's so funny. I just got a call from the restaurant about a jacket I left here, and now here you are. Okay, first of all, is Larry Hemsworth... Uh, no, there's only three. Okay. There's... So he's just... Uh, he's a made-up. Okay. He's a made-up Hemsworth. Gotcha. Because so, there's Chris, there's Liam, and then there's like the fat younger brother. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so dull and I'm ugly. I'm like a rock. Oh, stupid Larry, stop talking about rock. No, 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 Larry, please. <laughs> it's lovely to see you. Sit and then there's Larry, a bundle of neuroses. Yeah. Sorry, no, I won't mention your brothers again. When your brothers are taller. Don't mention my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Here. Do you work here? Your name is Montgomery Wyckoff. Your ex-wife, Samantha, still loves you, but she's afraid to call. You must show her your poetry. Go to her. Go to her! <laughs> I like clairvoyant Janet. Looks like you had a good night. I did. You and Jason. Imagine that. To be fair, I have. Actually, I was with an ex-boyfriend. I ran into him unexpectedly. The reunion was a so, smashing success. They're reading uh, The Republic of Plato? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, which, um, I do feel bad, though. I 
completely forgot about it's referencing something face. else that <laughs> i've been watching yesterday i got a facebook invite to the australia chapter of the jacksonville <laughs> his jack's body paint is crazy i think he's over it me and two other dudes just watched the jags annihilate the Texas i like how the australian <laughs> chapter of the jaguars <laughs> fan club or whatever one last time and then i'll be ready to learn philosophy Okay. I assume that's a Jags reference. Um, yeah. So, um, yes, it is. Because, um, you know, football. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but uh, it's, it's <laughs> that the Australian chapter of the Jaguars fan club or whatever is, is Jason and two other guys. <laughs> um, so the, the, the Republic by Playo mm-hmm. is referenced in. The Wrong Trousers by Wallace and <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Because, and, because, um, it's what he, the, it's what Gromit the dog who doesn't talk reads mm-hmm. as the bank robber penguin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, because he's a criminal. They're the wrong trousers, Gromit, and they've gone wrong. I I do love that that one. Oh, you should come to my house. (laughs) Play every Saturday and Sunday morning, (laughs) over and over again. Well, you just said the basically the magic word to not get me to come over, which was morning. Um, (laughs) Oh, it's it's at nine. It's at nine in the morning usually, and it's a decent hour for. I think Jared Duran. Well, you know what? I, I, I was I, in that, you know, self-deprecating bit there. It, it implies that I, I get up, you know, I live the carefree bachelor life and get up in the afternoon on the weekends and all that kind of thing. But I actually get up at a decent time and go running and, and work on uh, uh, Hoot and Waddle stuff after. And yeah, I remember those, those times. Carefree bachelor. I don't think I've ever had anything carefree. Yeah. No, because you don't allow yourself to enjoy life. I, I, you know what? I, I think I do. I think I do more and more. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I do. I do always have that constant voice of of nag and and worry. Yeah, like you don't allow yourself to enjoy a stunning innings festival line. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, but I was gonna say. So the whole oh, reason. Yeah. That I was talking about the squeeze recording is that I listened back to it and I do not enjoy the recording, not because of quality, but uh, of the recording itself. But I don't re- enjoy the recording as much as I enjoyed the concert in the moment. Oh, well, yeah, I I concur. There, I, there are some like obvious flaws and like some notes that Glenn Tilbrook can't hit anymore that I just uh, overlooked in the... Well, after... Well, for one, when the whole band takes a break and it's just the two of them. Oh, it's amazing. I, well, m- most of the time it is. I have odd feelings about Slap and Tickle. I, <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, <laughs> in particular, I wasn't like... And it just like Some of the times they were doing it was really cool. And then, like, I know that particular song just didn't, like... It didn't feel like that was a good duo... It can number. be. Well, I think that they were kind of thrown by the fact that they didn't have that Simon Hansen had to fly out of there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and uh, which he apparently came back like a few days later. But um, okay, I yeah that part I don't know. But uh, I I thought that 
Glenn's son, Louie, did a great job oh, filling yeah. in for having rehearsed all those songs the first day that day. Um, but I think there were. I think that that was part of the reason. I think you hear that a little bit more in the recording than you do in the moment. In the moment, it was just like, wow, these guys, you know, mm-hmm. they're just on it. They just adapted their set and and uh, carried on, and it was great. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, you can like, I don't know, like that show was the only time. I think the only time on the tour that they did an acoustic uh, set, like mini set. Yeah. Well, and, and they. They did a really good job, like making do with what they had. Mm-hmm. Um, if I didn't love you, was great acoustic. Oh yeah, I love that. That was that was well semi acoustic because Tilbrook was still playing electric. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, they're no less my favorite band now than they were. I didn't leave like disappointed. Oh no no no! No, I was very happy with yeah. the show. Yes, I think the only thing for me, and it, it was a number of reasons. Like I just X, I just couldn't get into it. I you know what I understand that they're not for everybody and you know I was thinking in general that that venue was an odd place for both of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Squeeze is definitely a band that people should be up and moving around to, and yeah, you know, some people tried and they got well. Shut you down. could see them like X just going like they're messing with the levels and yeah, yeah, like like the levels were just way off for them. And I mean, they're they're both different type of venue than that, so I don't know. But anyway. Um, what was I? Did you see that on one of the? It might have been the last stop of the tour, but they played some festival and Dave Grohl sat in on drums. Oh, shit. for for Black Coffee in bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, Dave Grohl. Yeah. Anyway, back to the guys, yeah. and they're six months later year has been amazing for all of us. I mean, literally every aspect of our lives has improved. Well, I don't know about every aspect. Superboard, activate! Good morning, Professor Anagonier. Oh, did you notice? Okay. Superboard, some triumphant announcement music, please. Koala exhibit at zoo overrun by extra koalas who just climbed in and won't leave. (laughs) What is it? Repsacket? Indicted on 231 counts of fraud. That one seemed legitimate, but the the koala one I thought was funny. And then discuss What's, Jason's Rawls equal red starburst, Scanlon equals green starburst analogy. And then tonight's reading, Hieronymi yeah. and May. Yes. Yes. But Sackett, I think, is a reference to something else. Oh. Well, it might be an actual story. No, it's a reference, I think, to another... Is it like a, another show, or...? You think it's a Parks and Rec ref? I don't know. remember if it's a Parks and Rec ref or not. It's been a while. Which, by the way... Hey, Fork Buddies, if you know, yeah. write in. And, of course, the temperatures in Celsius. Yes, 18.2 degrees. And, and as I'm sure you know that um, in our increasingly segmented media world... Um, of NBC's stuff is going to the Peacock. Like their, NBC's own app? Yeah, their own streaming service. Like, okay, I'm I'm getting annoyed at all of this. Yeah. I'm I'm really beginning to I I don't the whole thing is if everybody again has their own app, I'm going to end up paying just as much as I was for cable before I cut that. That's the whole what they want you to do. Those greedy ass bastards. So, the only so like I've been 
so they renew Glow for another season. Yeah, I saw like, that. Like, I planned on, like, I didn't actually plan on anything, but I was considering dropping Netflix because they keep jacking up the prices. And I haven't had my price jacked up, but... But I don't like watching anything else on that other than Glow. Or maybe the occasional ease movie that I like. There are some stand-up specials. Um, oh, I like Ali Wong stuff. But yeah. Like, but, like, when you have... But I can only watch like one thing at a time, right? Mm-hmm. So like, have you I watched Fleabag yet? Uh, no, mm. like I mean, we get Prime because I mean, like we are Prime members anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like I watch, and Hulu is going to have a package deal with ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. So oh, I, are they? Yeah. So it's going to be just as much as Netflix, but you get like. Three networks. So there. So uh, if I got that, I would get my Star Wars and stuff. Because right now I have my I have Hulu bundled with Spotify. Right. So I think it's going to be like eleven or twelve ninety nine. You'll get ESPN Plus, which means you get everything. You get to watch Sports Center. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not. A, 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 I know <laughs> sports. Like, uh, I was like, I had to explain football to like everybody up for the weekend when I was in Nebraska. Like, really? Yeah, sports is important. That's but, Nebraska. Well, we went to a. Um, I assumed there was nothing else to do there besides that and like what? Well, that's what we did Saturday House night. Corn? No, no. So that's what we did Saturday night. We actually watched college football. Okay. Because that's because, um, like they had the game on and mm-hmm. we watched and we. I was drinking barrel aged beer, mm-hmm. um, stout beer in a bar in Nebraska, watching the game. Mm-hmm. But then, like when the NFL games came on, no one, everybody was out at that point. Every, well, for one, there were some. Nebraska has no team, right? No, but like Chiefs, I think it would be the closest thing I yeah. have, and like, but it's just like no one cared. I'm like, I care. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. A little. It seems I, I I think that that's something that I've I've heard fairly often though is that in a lot of those those like breadbasket states that it's college and high school that's important and yeah college I can't get into yeah. I, I it's too I, I get it but I don't like like conferences and everything I get it but I, like I don't care I don't have any <laughs> plus I ain't really like, like all the college like the college I went to the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. didn't really have a football team anyway. Gotcha. So, like, go Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> um, go Eagles! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you guys want to know the reference, go back and listen to the Hudsucker Proxy episode. Yeah. If you don't know the reference, shame on you. Yeah. Shame. Last night, Larry Hemsworth proposed to me, and we're moving back to London to begin planning the wedding. Superboard really can read the room. All snow plowing has to stop immediately. So don't give Blake Barrels to Jason. <laughs> Blake, Blake Barrels. Yep. How are you even lugging this thing around? I'm not sure I could bench this much weight. <laughs> well, girls in my social class begin ring training at a very young ring age. Ring <laughs> oh, I'm throwing a little engagement party tonight at my Airbnb. It's very last minute. Come as you are. Airbnb. <laughs> I thought that was I a good point. These people came as they were? Hello, everyone. 
Dan. I'm so glad you made it. Holy crap. Dahani, you found this place on Airbnb? Oh, no. I see why you're confused. I used Airbnb. H-E-I-R. It's an app for heirs and heiresses where we swap mansions, private islands. That was my kind of plan. Blimp hangers, that sort of thing. Anyway, everyone, I want you to meet... Did she say blimp hangers? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the legendary study group. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to build up the courage to meet you. I guess you can see why. Is he ashamed of having a perfect jawline and 0% body fat? Still can't believe she wants to marry me. A dumb old pediatric surgeon who barely has an eight pack. <laughs> Do you know what you look like? <laughs> More importantly, did Miley Cyrus write the song Wrecking Ball about Chris's brother Liam? <laughs> oh, the way he phrases that. Yeah. About Chris's brother Liam. God forbid there's a single day when I'm the special one. Sweetheart, don't go. You're important too. Fixing baby spines is just as valuable as acting. <laughs> Tahani booked a flight for tomorrow morning, so, so this party is our only chance. I think he needs to point out that um, and I was kind of inspired by this because apparently um, a competing publication that is not the New Times kind of scooped us on, scooped me on well, story. It would suck if you were competing with yourself. Well, um... They came up with all the Arizona references and the up the good place, which I feel like oh, I should have done that. Who did it? What's that? You don't want to name them? Well, I don't know like what it is, but, so you might want to pause it. Okay. So, oh yeah, I did like that uh, that line about uh, Janet saying maybe no accent. Yeah. Recognizing somebody needed to point out that he cannot do an Australian accent. Yes. Ted Danson's capable of many things. An Australian accent, not so much. Well, you can do a fake one really well. You can do a bad fake one really well. Yeah. Oh, so there are so a, a competing publication, right? Not yes. the New Times came yes. up with an article of all the Arizona references. I was I was place. wondering if you were going to say what the competing publication was. You, it should be obvious. There's only one publication that we compete with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. A publication that shall not be named. A daily publication, as it were. We have a friend that works there, though. I have several friends who work there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but That's right. Yeah. I have several friends who work there. I, I And I, I love and respect all my friends who work there. But they're, you know. But they are a competitor. They are a competitor. And when it comes to mm-hmm. competing over stories, there's, there's uh, no... Uh, whatever competitive sports analogy blah 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 yeah well i was so i was happy that i did beat them to the innings lineup by two minutes oh congrats and i also beat them on the location of the rickmobile Mm -hmm. (laughs) i saw that yeah i was brought the scoop on the important stuff got the scoop (laughs) like sorry i'm late to the steer company thing but you know what i was too busy scooping the report this competing publication on the Rickmobile, <laughs> uh, which is important. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, but in addition to the hate or the, 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 not the hate, but the jokes aimed at Arizonans and Floridians, mm-hmm. Australia is getting quite a bit shoveled. They are. It. They are. This is true. So, with its references to Hemsworths and uh, koalas, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> did 
they like the koala bit. Yeah. <laughs> they just won't leave. Yeah, it's like it's like Australia is the Florida of continents. Well, yes, kind of. And uh, the Sim- this is a time-honored tradition. The Simpsons have, have done that trifecta as well. Yes, or again... Giving it to Florida, America's Wang. Yes. And, uh, Making and sure that the... heaven is easier to get into than ASU... And then the boot in uh, Australia, and and many other things. They really took the piss out of Australia and, yeah. in, in that one episode. So they're taking the piss out of Australia in this too. That's not a knife. This is a knife. That's not a knife. That's a spoon. Oh, I see you played knifey spoony before. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's more Australia than just Hemsworth Brothers. There's. Um... There's a lot of empty space. Yeah. There's no. There's the go betweens. Yeah. There's Nick Cave. Yes. There's Boz Lerman. Yes. There's George Miller. Mm. Uh, Mad Max and the Babe movie. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, and who started? Oh, yeah. We can't mention him. Uh, the guy who started in the first Mad Max movies. Oh, yeah. The anti Semite. Yeah. yeah. He's technically and, not Australian. And wife beater. <laughs> he's technically not Australian, though. He's American. Is that right? Yeah. He was born in America. Oh, wow. Well, that makes sense, then. Yeah. Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe, yes. Yes, yes. Russell Crowe. Uh, um, oh, who's the uh, the one guy? Oh, um, Paul Hogan, of course. Well, we, yeah, sure. We haven't got a Paul Hogan joke yet. Um, oh, what's his name? The guy who was the villain in... Uh, like the actual villain in Iron Man three, oh guy, um, oh um Pierce guy yes, Pierce yes guy Pierce yeah yes mm-hmm. I like him a lot and Hugo Weaving you did I mention the go betweens already I think yes, I mentioned did. the go betweens yeah uh oh the Vegemite sandwich men at work yep mm-hmm. Colin Hay mm-hmm. so just I feel like this we haven't my we haven't mined Australia for for are we doing an Australia hiatus episode. Oh, <laughs> I believe we are. All right, do two, we know two thirds of crowded house from Australia? Do yeah. we know from? Do we know any Australians? Personally, ah, uh, you know what? I used to work with somebody from New Zealand. That's the closest I get. That's not Kiwis and Australians are too like very different. Very different. Yeah, as so. they're very quick to point out. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know any Australians. Hey. Arizona Fork Buddies that are also Australian. Hit us up. Yep. Well, don't we have Australian listeners? Whattheforkpod at gmail.com. Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. So we can maybe Skype an Australian listener. Yeah, that's a lot of effort. I'd have to hook up some things. I don't know about running the... Uh, it would. I would have to figure out some technical things. Well, I could do it like on my Apple FaceTime. We'd figure it out. Yeah. I mean, if we really want to do this... Mm-hmm. I kind of want to now. But yeah, I but, bet we could but, find we, somebody in Arizona who's from Australia. That listens to our podcast? Uh, our insanely popular podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. It is quite popular. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no one comments on our show other than our parents. But I mean, so, well, that was the interesting <laughs> thing. That was kind of what I was pointing out. So, newest podcast, still rising listenership. Way below limited engagement, way below what the fork is getting the the feedback. Limited engagement, I get feedback in person. 
what the fork i get feedback in person but nobody like yeah. emails or nobody calls nobody writes i get um usually Please when don't call well when someone wants me to like when someone wants the new times to do something they'll say you host a podcast at the good place <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> i do mm-hmm. and like thank you <laughs> I don't mention it by name in the bio, but no, but it's in the bio, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I am. Uh, I didn't want to push my luck. <laughs> if if anybody working for Square Egg or you know on the Phoenix Fan Fusion uh, company people listens to this, I, I am fully intending to put in for us to have a a panel, especially since it'll be. Um, you know, right near the end of the final season yeah, of The Good Place. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's a perfect time to have a panel. Are you going to watch it tomorrow? Live, what the fork. Oh, yeah. I'm watching yeah. it tomorrow. I can't. Wait a second. Can I? I think I can't watch it until Friday because Hulu's uh, like uh, lagged by a day. I could watch it in the NBC app probably. So I can't watch it. I can watch it Thursday night if I wanted to, but I'd be in trouble. <laughs> Um, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, we're not going to, we don't go. need Jason sleeping on the couch. Yeah. So we're not going to go that, but you know, I could wait, watch it Friday, but I probably think there's a few shows I need to go to. It's safe to say that, um, that we'll yeah. have watched the first two episodes before we, well, at least the first episode before yeah. we next speak. Probably well, I, the first. I'm two. assuming it's going to be another hour again. You think so? Yeah. Hopefully it's a good one because, as we were talking about last time, the hour episodes are a little rough sometimes. But it's just like two episodes put together. It is, but it just seems like, I don't know, like in this setting where they're, it's it's perfect. It's just the right amount of the good place. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like it's, they do combine them like the special episodes of like the Facts of Life where Tootie gets her period or something. It's just like that. <laughs> it's That's what I was thinking. I went right there with you. Or... Or <laughs> different strokes, sure. With the creepy Maytag man, <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I actually watched that like a year ago. That was. How does that show hold up? I wonder. I don't think I've watched it, it since I was a kid. Different strokes does not hold up. Hmm. Um, my favorite show of the time, Silver Spoons, really does not hold up. I can't imagine that holding up. Well, I mean, for one, like Jason Bateman's all over the first season. Oh, is he? Yeah. Like, that was, like, Bateman, I think it was one of his first gigs. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, Ricky's mischievous friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I was getting him into trouble. And then he got hired to do the Valerie Harper show. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, a few other obscure things. And now, yeah. he's a, now he's an Emmy winner. Yep, Emmy winner Jason Bateman. For directing oh for the ozarks yeah he directed the ozarks uh i still need to watch that that's on netflix i've yeah. heard that's pretty good the breaking bad movie is going to be on netflix you can't let it go before that well, I, we're, again we're keeping netflix for at least another year anyway. oh because of glow. glow that's right all right fourth and final season which i finished it what did you think of the third season i mean if they ended it i th- thought it like i thought it picked up and then i thought it had started to have another downward it trend towards the end it it went down like so far so fast. And yeah, it kind of picked up like in the middle. And I that. thought around like episode five, six. Yeah. But then like it rallies around episode nine, mm. 
Like, and that season finale was a little rough for me. But you know that season finale. Like, if they ended it, I know it's a cliffhanger. And which we can't spoil well, gonna, it, I'm and, not and, spoil and it'll wait till our our discussion of glowing to go. You know, <laughs> but if, if fully but if in it, depth, it, but if they had canceled the show, mm-hmm. I would have been perfectly okay with that. The way it ending that way because it was like perfect. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I'm curious. They're gonna to have to get the band back together. It's true. Somehow, so, I did like how people stepped up and yeah, like the. the Beginning of the last episode, I think, is just... Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, that part, I, I, I did enjoy thoroughly. Yeah. All right. Not but, enough, but also, not enough merit. There, you know, but his arc in that was really good. I thought he got to show some range again. Yeah. And his story with, with you know, that was pretty cool. Are you going to go see Joker? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. When's that coming out? October 4th? Is it coming out next Friday? Yeah. yeah I think that's right. So I'll, I'll probably try to see it that sometime that weekend. I think it's gonna sell out. I may wait till Tuesday when it's five bucks. Yeah, I think I have a free. So the are you going to see Jenny Lewis? By the way, no, no. I want to though. I really want to as well. I, I haven't picked up a ticket yet, but I'm thinking about doing it. Yeah. Did you read our article today on Jenny Lewis? Nah, uh, you know what? I am I am behind on checking in on things today, so I did oh, not okay. see that you guys had one. Yeah, we have an article on Jane Lewis today, featured Sweet. in this week's print issue of the Phoenix New Times and the newsstands tomorrow. Oh, along with the best of Phoenix. Along with the best. So of there's Phoenix. a couple of reasons to pick it up. There's a lot, there's a lot of reasons to pick it up. So, all right. So, well, I will do I will do just that. All right, and newsstands everywhere for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there's another thing to plug. I don't know if we're going to have another episode between now and then, but um, a couple Wednesdays down the road, I think like the I think it's the ninth. I'm going to be on uh, the Yabium Hour on Radio Phoenix. Oh, from seven to eight. Oh, with um, Amy Young and Tom Reardon. No, the other one. The one that's not Amy Young and Tom Reardon. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So because. If I recall, Mark and Curly do not host it anymore. They do not. So the one that I'm going to be on, I think it's three co-hosts, and one of them is Anna Caton, who is one of the voices in Confessions from the Nocturne Nebula, and mm-hmm. was one of the guests on the new episode of Limited Engagement. Ah, so. yes, you're. I believe you're on part three of four. Correct. Yes. In your current arc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back into it. Yeah. Nathaniel Cookswell. <laughs> so bad. Stars. Is it true? You <laughs> I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like tomorrow. a, oh, oh, that's a Marge Simpson trip. homage. Well, you homage. must be a confident man, uprooting your life like that. You should stay here in Sydney. It's such a dynamic international city that you've only seen 4.8% of. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I know what's going on here. You aren't real caterers, are you? Uh, uh, who do you work for? Australian Inquirer? TMZ? You just want us to stay here so you can keep mocking. Really like that TMZ. The hideous shame of the Hemsworth family. Aww. It's a honey sits through all Aww. that. And I can't wait until we move far away from the likes of you and I can finally take her last name. <laughs> hate to say it, but the group probably needs a new member. I don't know how we'll ever replace Tahani. Do you think Margot Robbie is into philosophy? 
Yes. Who's Margot Robbie? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Okay. Um, probably like one of the best actresses of like our gener- uh, of of recent years. Tell me the the role, the film. Okay, so I would know. she was last seen as Sharon Tate in Once Upon oh, a Time okay. in Hollywood. Got it done. Done. I know who that is now. Okay. Do you know who else? Like, well, she's been. In? She was like she was in. Unfortunately, the 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 um, Suicide Squad movie. She was the best part of that horrible. movie. I didn't watch that horrible movie. It just looked too horrible to watch. It is it is awful. It like it is like incoherent awful. Mm. And then, but she's the best part of it. Okay. And she's in another movie with Big Willie style. That being Will Smith. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yep, you you brought it there. I get too. I get Jay with it still. Twenty yeah. years later. Oh, wow. So, but she's in Itania. She's in Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Like I would like. I think she's amazing. And yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't didn't recognize the name. I'm didn't just, click. I'm didn't just, click. I'm, I'm not just, disputing. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just. Dude, I can't. I can't. I can't absorb it all. There's just. There's not this. There's not the space anymore. I. I can't. I don't know. Yeah. If 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 my job were editor of culture at the Phoenix New Times, I I bet that I would I would be taking it a lot. But more. you see, I'm so enamored by her ability that mm-hmm. like it just permeates every part of my being. Whereas you've got so many neuroses. You might want to have that checked. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, Mister? I feel like your neurosis kind of again the way of you absorbing like how great Margaret Robbie is as an actress. I don't think so. I remember really thinking she was great in, in once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like the second best part of that movie outside of pit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She listened to that Bruce Dern interview. Oh man. On Mary. <laughs> that was such a good interview. Yeah. That's one of the best that he's done to be honest. Oh. The thing is that you can hear how much had to get edited out. So I'm like, there's gotta be enough for a whole another hour because he just kept telling all these stories and there's these fucking amazing stories. I know. Like, and I think like that was like one of the moments where he realized he had to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like, just a little Brucey talk. Get yeah. Dernsey in there. Get <laughs> Dernsey, yeah. Get Dernsey. Oh, God. Yeah. That was glorious. I got to listen a, to that all day. Yep. That, um, was a, that was a great one. Yeah. I did like that quite a bit. They could have talked about Silent War anymore. You ever see that movie? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy good. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Tahani's announcement made us take stock. Uh, you know, Simone and I need time to analyze the data, apply for grants. We've kind of had a natural stopping point. Yeah, and the next step would be to repeat the experiment with new subjects, you know, compare results. Wait, what are you saying? That the study's over? We're splitting up? No, no, no. We're just taking a break for a year <laughs> or so. And I'm sure you're all anxious to get back home. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff to get back to in Phoenix. <laughs> like, I have a free punch card at my <laughs> spray tan place. They'll do my left side for free. So. <laughs> Spray tan no, no, place. No, no, no. Splintering. Okay, new emergency plan. I'll deal with Eleanor. I, I, I know it's risky, but I don't think she'll recognize me. And I'll deal with sweet cheeks. I mean, Jason's <laughs> I mean, Jason. <laughs> Shrimp. Always. <laughs> so. 
how do you know Miss Al Jamil? Mm. You work with her at the university? Used to. That study is donezo. I was finally starting to figure things out. Now I have to start over from scratch. Again. Boy, I know how that goes. Not wanting something to end. Feeling like your little team is the last thing standing between you and oblivion. That at any moment, the universe could fold up around you and squeeze the last breath from your dying lungs. You're a caterer, right? <laughs> it's a very competitive industry. But the point is, I bet that if the study means that much to you, it means a lot to everyone else. You're all just probably waiting for someone to say it out loud. You want some cocktail sauce with that? <laughs> I would like to acknowledge the wonderful group of people who brought me here. If I hadn't decided to get out of the spotlight, if I get out of the spotlight tour and come here and join the rainy bunch, I never would have reconnected with Larry. So, celebrate our group. I had my favorite patissier whip this up. <laughs> would any of you like to say a few words? Eleanor! Yay, Eleanor! Nobody minds. This is just like the party. Uh, <laughs> I would like to address people on this cake, I suppose. I get that we all have meaningful lives outside this study. Well, Tahani and Chidi do. Jason and I are straight trash. <laughs> <laughs> picture was taken I know that what we're doing is important and I'm not ready to stop and I don't think you guys are either so let's all stay here and keep it going what do you say Eleanor that was absolutely lovely it really was and I'm, I'm so glad that this study meant that much to you but realistically... That's cool. I get it. No, you don't need to say it. I, I got it. That's all she wrote. Cool. Are you okay? I hope you're not mad. No, I'm not mad. I'm actually laughing. Because this whole study was a hilarious, stupid, pointless joke. And now it's over, so let's hit the road. I don't need you guys. You don't need me. And since you don't need me, I'm just gonna take the me out of this cake. <laughs> no, 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 please. Oh, sorry, the deed is done. Pip, pip, too late. Uh, farewell to you, my liege, and a jolly good St. Plumpington's Day to all of you. U.S.A. 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 So that's a reference to the episode where she dips her hand in the cake Hello? and it creates a hole. In the yeah, yeah, no? yeah. Bringing it back around. Yep. I love oh, how she yeah. still has like the cake in her 20 hand. Twenty minutes ago, it says it's even outside, ten yep. kilometers away, which is I don't even know how far. It's a little over six miles. Is that why you came out here? Six point two to be exact. me about the metric system. No, I, I was about to look at myself. I'm no. early class tomorrow. That makes sense. Yeah. Then I saw my friend hiding behind a plant, and I got concerned. Then my friend lashed out at me again. So I'm going to take off and uh, leave her here with dirty leaves in her hair. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't go. <laughs> You're a brain scientist. Wiping the cake on the leaves. Can you tell me why so I did that in there? I mostly do clinical research in neuroscience. I don't really specialize in temper tantrums. <laughs> Maybe you need a child psychologist or a binky. It's a solid burn. I deserved it. I did. But please, can you help me? Why did I do that? Okay, here's my guess. As humans evolved, the first big problem we had to overcome was me versus us. 
learning to sacrifice a little individual freedom for the benefit of a group. You know, like sharing food and resources so we don't starve or get eaten by tigers, things like that. Okay, with you so far. The next problem to overcome was us versus them, trying to see Mm -hmm. other groups different from ours as equals. That one we're still struggling with. That's why we have racism and nationalism and why fans of Stone Cold Steve Austin hate fans of The Rock. No, (laughs) we hate The Rock because he went Hollywood and Stone Cold keeps it real, so The Rock's fans are the real jabronis. Point made. Keep going. What's <laughs> um, interesting about you? So, is, I haven't watched the video I don't yet. Think you ever got but apparently, Steve Austin calls out the show. I don't know who. Oh, oh okay. this this show. Yeah, I know who Stone Cold is. Yeah, I I'm not. Say, I don't live that far under a rock. Okay, because you didn't know who Margot Robbie was. First of all, I thought it was Margot Robbie, uh, and um, it is Margot. <laughs> so, haha. And then also, second, I just, I, I recognize as soon as you mentioned the movie, I knew exactly who she was. It's, I got it. It's just. But anyway. Continue. But apparently Stone Cold has called out the show. Yeah? yeah for? For um, referencing him for one, I believe. I haven't seen the video yet. Mm. It's on Twitter. Okay. Um, it's, I think it's on the Good Places like website. Oh, or, well, that's uh, cool. Feed, so. Shout out from a, from yeah. a pro. Yeah. Well, I mean. Okay, Stone Cold said so. I don't know that much. Okay, Jabroni. (laughs) Me versus us stage. I mean, have you ever been part of a group that you really cared about? I was in the Girl Scouts. Really? (laughs) Technically, I joined under a fake name because I wanted to steal a bunch of cookies. See? The Brainy it's a solid Bunch is motivation. basically the first yeah. group that became part of your self-identity. It's and your now that's Girl making Scout up. Cookie. You're feeling this new kind of loss. And you're scared of going back to being alone. Mint. I'm not a big Girl I mean, Scout cookie fan. That's just my guess. The other possible medical diagnosis is that just, you just... I like cookies. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of Girl Scout cookies. Okay. Why don't you take my cab? Tag along. I think so. me needs to apologize to us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you. <sighs> the point is, I'm not really and I'm sorry type girl. I'm more of a, it's your fault your car got keyed in the movie theater parking lot because you wouldn't shut up while watching. I John think that's a valid thing. Mm-hmm. You, you shut but up during the movie. I'm sorry that I freaked out. Or your car really might get keyed. You guys. We're going to miss you too. Here's an idea. What if we all agree to a yearly reunion and then that way the brainy bunch never dies. Each summer, we could all stay in one of our respective houses, mega yachts, <laughs> ski chalets, what have you. We should all meet up in Jacksonville. My house is right on the water. It didn't used to be, but the whole city <laughs> is a swamp and it's sinking into the ocean. Woo! Strong pitch, Brad. <laughs> Next year in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, we might not want to wait a whole year. It's sinking really fast. Snap <laughs> toast. Okay, I think I figured out a plan where they stay in Australia and only five random bystanders get hurt. It's called arson. It's called arson. Michael, no. We can't keep meddling forever. It's time to park the snowplow and trust that the humans will make progress on their own. This isn't like your afterlife neighborhood, Michael. You can't just reset things the moment something doesn't go according to your plan. Oh, Janet, you're a genius. Correct. (laughs) I know everything. <laughs> I just gave you this crazy idea. It's so crazy, it just might fail. It'll probably fail. But it also might work. I open the door to the afterlife. You keep a lookout while I break into the judge's chamber and reset the timeline on Earth. We do it all over again, but correctly. 
We won't wait a year to get them all together again. We'll get the study going right away. Do you even know how to reset the timeline on Earth? <laughs> no. I'm assuming that there's, you know, a knob or a, or a button or, you know, maybe you, uh, maybe you unplug it and then plug it right back in. I, I, there's got to be a way. <laughs> Michael should never be left no in charge of the, of the this timeline. This is all we have, Janet. We have Chidi and Eleanor and Tahani and Jason and that is it. If we can't get them enough afterlife points to get them into the good place, then there's no point in us even being here. We have to try. Okay. Let's do this. Oh, God. <laughs> Even though if they actually went back there, they would be done. Hey guys, what are you doing down here? Okay, so that's that episode, and um, our next episode is an episode that we very famously ruined for a good friend of ours. Yeah, who sided with me on the innings lineup, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I think he just did that to be a dick. <laughs> I think he did it because he has a good taste in music. Mm. I can't say that's for sure. I, he didn't like Squeeze very much. So, so <laughs> yeah, again, I think he just did just to be a dick. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I saw I think, his. I, I saw think he would have just as easily sided with you if he thought you were right. But I'm not wrong. I, you know, and again, I, I, I just, I, I gotta tell you, man, can't. I gotta tell you, I just like. DMV. I never really got into Death Cab. I never really got, you know. Oh my gosh, Death Cab would be your band. I, you know what? I tried. It's all neurosis. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's I am not all neurosis. It just I, I'm a lot of it, but you know, it doesn't necessarily get reflected in the music that I listen to. If there was ever like sad bastard music, Death Cab for Kitty would be it. <sighs> Um, Anyhow. Wait, okay, I, I, I just got one question. What Death Cab album did you listen to? I think I tried listening to um, uh, the the one with like the water on the front of it, like the looks like it's flooding or something. Okay, you listened to the wrong one. Okay, the title is, the title escapes me right now. The one you want to listen to is Transatlanticism. That's okay. the one with um, the bird with the yarn. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, and as a Jane Lewis fan. I, well, I, was, I liked the Postal Service. Yeah. 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 Transatlanticism yeah. Is, was the breakthrough album. Okay. That's the one that, I mean, that's the one that I, it's credit for getting them whatever, for, you know, get, getting them popular. I like Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Uh, well, that was before Zoe. <laughs> I know. And then I don't remember. Um, I think it's, oh, God, what can't I think of it right now? There's one that's, they did one inspired by the book Big Sur. Oh, the, oh, actually, the Jack Kerouac? Yes. So, but it's actually not him. It's actually not a Death Cab. It's a Ben Gibbard, J. Farrar. Oh yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about, but I never listened to that. Yeah, that's a good one. And part there's a song from there that ends up on a Death Cab album too. Have you listened to that saying? Jay Farrar reminded me of Wilco. Um, Did uh, have you listened to the new stuff at all? From the the new Wilco, yeah, yeah. I've listened to a little bit of it. I haven't listened to it at all yet. Yeah, 
I, saw I, I, I tend to not. I tend to not. Um, listen uh, to try not to listen to the advanced songs before the album comes out. I still haven't listened to new, new Springsteen yet, dude. Really? Yeah. Still? Still. At this point, you got to listen to it before the movie. Why don't I just discover it at the movie? You plan on going? I'm. Oh yeah. I'm going. I'm going. I, I still have to get a ticket. You but, yeah. Ah, uh, maybe. Well, aren't they? It's not just a fathom event thing. Yeah, it's like a, getting like a release. Right? Well, no, I don't think it is getting a wide release. I think I was I was talking to my, uh, texting with a friend of mine who is uh, like diehard, bigger Springsteen fan than I am. Um, I didn't think that existed. No, it exists. I don't know that a bigger Squeeze fan exists, but there there's there are bigger Springsteen fans. Okay, not by a lot, but. Um, and and he was under the impression that it was just the Fathom event that it wasn't going to get uh, a wide. Let me get back to you on this because I just well because it didn't. Well, you are a culture editor for the Phoenix New Times, so you would have the scoop if there was one. Well, well, for one, I want to know where they filmed it because it was something in Arizona that we need to do something on it. I don't think it was somewhere in Arizona. I thought it was in his his place in Jersey, wasn't it? Mm, oh. <laughs> It also reminds me of something. Did you also see the clickbait article from Consequences Sound saying that Springsteen works out in a $10 a month gym no, in Jersey? No. I did not see that. Yeah, it's there's like a photo of him like at Plant Fitness or something <laughs> with like a dumbbell like going, born to run oh, on the Christ. treadmill. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's... 70. Man's in good shape for a 70-year-old. I mean, he's just like us. He works at a $10 a month gym just like you and I. I, I, well, I keep his physique you know, by running and working out at home. I don't even pay for the $10 a month I gym. I was going to say, when I go to the $10 gym. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I, I think Springsteen could probably still kick my ass. Oh, yeah. I'm in, I'm in decent shape, but I think he could kick my ass. So I'll get back to you on that because we're... Not sure where the barn is. Okay, they, it, it's probably Jersey, but it might not be. All right, but and because like, we kind of wanted to do an article on it, and I was like, "Well, what, what's the Arizona connection other than the song about Tucson?" Mm-hmm. Like there isn't one. <laughs> well, other than it being you know like a whole, except for the the song that's very specifically about Nashville, yeah. um, which great. Little song. Yeah. Um, it's. I heard the whole album was like a whole great album. The whole album. There, I, there are a couple of tracks I don't love, but the ones that I love on it are some of his best ever. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I would say they're some of his best. Period. I think it's his best album since Magic for sure. Well, yeah. I wasn't, um, and it might best Magic. I would have to kind of listen to those side by side, but it, it, it might best that one for me. Working on a dream is. It's, it's tight. I working on a dream is terrible. Mm. I I there's a song here or there on it, but it is very possibly my least favorite Springsteen album of all time. Dude, it's no Lucky Town. I I actually I think Lucky Town is a great album. <laughs> I like Human Touch a lot. There are some good songs on Human Touch. I I don't think that those two albums deserve the the uh, shit they get. Um, I think that oh I don't either. I I think that they've aged pretty well also, um, and I think that Lucky Town in particular. Is a really strong ten song set. Well, if you recall too, like I think even Tom Love got shit when it got when it was first released. Well, it was it because it, was, born, it wasn't born in the USA, right? Yeah, no, but I mean, it certainly is getting the praise it deserves now. It's yeah. it's it's one of it. I mean, that one 
flip flops back and forth between the one and two spot with that in Nebraska for me. Well, like in in about another two years when like yeah, it's, it's going to be like two years when Lucky Town and uh, Human Touch are released again. Or it's the anniversary, right? It'll be well because those were released in '92. Okay, so, so it'll be like it three be years. Twenty. Yeah. So that's when Stereo Gum will start their big, you know, Re- like reevaluating it. Yeah, their critical. Oh man, that's crazy! At that point, those albums will be thirty years old. Yeah. That's blowing my mind. You're welcome. That's when Pitchfork will start doing their critical reassessment. That's the year I turned 40. Mm-hmm. 20, Damn, 2022, son. yeah. Damn, son. <laughs> 20, it'll be, so the birth, if, if we live that long, mm-hmm. if the earth doesn't, you know, if, if somebody doesn't hit a button and we're not wiped from the earth at some point, then, then 12, 22, 22 is my 40th birthday. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter because Nancy Pelosi. And now you all know it's on record, so everybody needs to get me a gift. Yes. (laughs) Well, Nancy Pelosi saved the Earth yesterday. She. Mm. So I mean, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) ah, boy. Uh, Hopefully, it's nothing changed yesterday. Well, was like I think Robin Hitchcock had the had the tweet that won. I think did did you see it? He's like at this point, like Trump. Boris Johnson and Putin need to all resign, drop LSD, listen to Captain Beefheart, and open a record store in, I, I think he might have said Nebraska or something. Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> he's not wrong. I would I would, I would, would be there for that. I think uh, I think Ken Jennings from Jeopardy actually summed it up for me, and I retweeted it. It was um, big, huge thanks to Nancy Pelosi for reminding me to do things I should have done years ago. <laughs> Wow, burn, <laughs> smart guy, burn. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, wrapping up uh, this episode before we go on a political diatribe. But. Yeah, I mean, this is to me uh, where, like, I like this episode a lot. I, I mm-hmm. think that the, um, that it was already, you know, a, a, a good uh, improvement on on the previous one, and over over even the, um, the. Uh, uh, season opener and i think that when the wall comes down and they all get together again is when it really takes off again yeah. for the season i yes and, and i think so too and of course you know next week's is like one of the like the one of the greatest episodes of television ever yes yeah so and then and you know what we can we can say it the band-aid should be off this has been out for a long time and it's the name of the episode yes jeremy bear me yeah Mm-hmm. So. Jeremy Barramy. Yes. And we got to see Blake Bertels. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Costco bear. And, and it's Jags. Yeah. Um, and did you notice, though, that during one of the montages that Jason was wearing the cutoff shorts? Yes. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> Yeah, I this this season really takes off. There are some great guest appearances coming up in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Yeah, we're full steam ahead now. Yeah, so. and and on that, take it sleazy. Indeed, I see how you did that. Uh, yeah, organic. it was yeah super organic. <laughs>
this has been a Hoon Waddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from hootandwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hoot and Waddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash Hoot and Waddle.